<laughs> and I'm gonna keep that part in. Almost paradise. Knocking on heaven's door. It's almost paradise. Hello and welcome to I Love That Bachelor Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Wade. And we've moved on from The Bachelorette and we're cruising right along into paradise, baby. And oh boy, oh boy. Uh, just from a from a doctor point of view, looking into the psychology of it, we are in for a treat this season. Yeah. Everyone's off their meds. Everyone's drinking a lot. We uh, recently watched a video that led us to believe that the teams behind these shows are a lot more manipulative than you might guess. For sure. Super manipulative. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> Mad, mad manipulators. I, you know, before we keep going, yeah, I just want to thank Claudia and all her friends for being our listeners. Yeah, thank you for spreading the word and yeah, probably being the only ones who listen. But we have uh, a we have a pretty core group. Uh huh. With this one, yeah. Uh, if I'm being honest with you, this is a lot better than any other podcast we've done together. Sure. <laughs> like a lot, lot better. It's engaging material. It's timely. Yeah. It's relatable. Yeah. And we get to uh, we get to judge people instead of art. I love a good train wreck. Mm-hmm. Bibiana. Why? Why do they keep bringing her back? Because <laughs> uh, she's gonna find love, dude. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do the first two episodes on this one. Yeah. And uh, shall we just start with some first impressions? People we recognize. Sure, yeah. Uh, I guess first impressions, uh, Wills is still the homie. Yeah, I love that guy. I fucking love that guy. I want good things for him. Me too. And and I want him to, uh, I want him to get out of this paradise trap. I mean, uh, bachelor trap. Oh, stop being on the show and go lead a happy normal life? Yeah. As much as I like watching him Mm -hmm. on these shows, I just also think he's a cool dude and wouldn't mind if he, you know... Went and, you know, did a Tyler C and got the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> before it could eat your soul. Yeah. Yeah. No, he seems like a real cool, legit guy. And I fear that the more he is on the show, the less that will be the case. Cause yeah. I think these shows make you really self-conscious because your rejections and your failures are public. Yeah. And, you know, you got to deal with the fallout of that on social media and everything. And, you know, Will Wills hasn't had the best run on this show so I yeah. hate to see him lose that spark that made him so fun in his first season. I agree. I agree. And uh, on the topic of Tyler C. getting out. So he had his drink with Hannah B. And then went on a date with, you know, Taylor Swift, best friend, supermodel, Gigi Hadid. Yep. And the reason why I bring this up is because there's no way he's going to be The Bachelor. Oh, why would he? There's no point. Mm-hmm. I think he has all the leverage. Yeah. And yeah. again, if they made him the bachelor, he would get sucked in. He would do the, uh, you know, I don't know. The, the show just like steals your soul. Mm-hmm. It's strange, but it is observable. And uh, I think he's smart to recognize like, no, wait, I'm a cool guy. I'm a catch. I don't need to do this shit publicly. Like, why would I limit myself to the 30 women that ABC picks and takes off their meds and Mm -hmm. prods to Mm -hmm. be dramatic and crazy when I could just (coughs) date anyone in the world without an audience? Doesn't that sound better? Don't you think then Peter's going to be The Bachelor? 
Probably. I think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we know that Mike is going to be showing up on Paradise. Oh, you're right, which could mean he's going to be The Bachelor. True, because Colton was on Paradise before he became The Bachelor. Yeah. But I'm, I don't know. I'm holding that hope for Peter. I wouldn't mind seeing Peter, and I also wouldn't mind seeing Mike Same. get uh, with Tasha here in Paradise. That is what I am rooting for. I'm so rooting for that. Those two are both catches. Mm-hmm. They deserve each other, and I mean that in yeah. the best way. Yeah, I mean, in like, in a complete, devoid of skin color, they're the two best catches on this show. Oh, for sure. Maturity. Maturity. Knockouts. Brains. Knock, both of them are knockouts. Yeah, well-spoken, positive. Yes. They they deserve each other, and I hope it happens. Yes. And if not, I can't wait to see him uh, as The Bachelor. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take either one. <laughs> so, other returning champions. did. Okay, I just have to make a comment. Kevin seems to have put on an unhealthy amount of mass in preparation for being on the beach. I forget if we talked about it or if he talked about it on the show, but I read, I might have read something that he, he was being unhealthy. Do you think it was just, he was self-conscious and wanted to look good on TV? And, and no. Yeah. It? Apparently he was like cutting drastically. Whoa. Wait, yeah. like cutting, cutting weight or take, Ye- taking a blade to his legs and uh, no, not okay. that, not the, not the latter, the All former. Right. Just you know how um, when you show up for a boxing match and you're supposed to be in a weight class? Yeah, and you, like, starve or dehydrate a lot. Yeah. So it's my understanding that he was, like, doing that and, like, working out and being, like, super unhealthy in that regard. Oof. So that when he got into paradise, he would be a, you know, a meat sack. Yeah. So, but yeah, I agree. That's my point. He looks unhealthily much larger than he did before i guess i uh someone from his season was like what the what the hell like why did you get so big like like it's noticeably monstrous yeah compared to what he looked like before yeah which was a fine you know he's not a bad looking guy but totally yeah that's that's just fun interesting i agree as you know i've been trying to put on 40 pounds of mass uh, i thought it was 80 in, in the upper body well it's you know Are trying you... to be realistic uh okay i think 40 pounds is you know for sure is an achievable realistic goal. <laughs> uh yeah we got some familiar faces um i'm not sold on katie I, I don't really like katie at all i was curious what they're pitching her as with this carmen san diego thing with like the binoculars and the little trench coat fedora well, spy because it, because she did the spy thing afterwards that's her claim to fame now okay and that's literally it but she wasn't a real standout on uh Colton's season was she no I got it I can't remember what she did well so I, okay so I think the reason why they're um leaning into that so hard is she was one of the first people to tell Colton that like you got to watch out for some of these girls they're not okay. here for the right reasons and then they leaned into it in uh Hannah B's season mm-hmm. So that's all she has. It's like her credibility <coughs> as a uh, guardian angel or someone who's going to look out for you. And... I think guardian angel. I mean, I think more PI. You know, Carmen San Diego looking through binoculars, finding who's here for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Fun gimmick. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of gimmicks 
and uh, Katie. Uh, Demi? Demi? I'm going to alternate between those because I just can't remember which one it is. Okay, so I call her Demi. That's what I usually default to. So, okay, I'm glad you brought this up because you and I both call her Demi normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get corrected constantly by Brittany. It's Demi. It is Demi. She calls herself Demi. Okay. And I know that. And I've thought about that, and I've internalized that, and I will still call her Demi. Okay. Well, for the listener, when we say Demi, we mean Demi. Yeah. We might accidentally say Demi. and Yeah. It's going same, to happen. Yeah. Same person. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she really wants to be a TV personality. Yes. It would, I don't know. It's just fun. Like, when you hear her doing these, like, can't, you know, lines that she's practiced or, like, she's trying to be funny. Yeah. It's, it yeah. doesn't work. But when she's just herself and being, like, a sassy narcissist, like, that's that's good stuff. That's the Demi we want. But when she tries, it doesn't work. I agree. I, I certainly agree. And she's she seems to be putting on more of a show mm-hmm. now instead of being herself. Um, to that end, though, seeing John Paul Jones, <laughs> I think John Paul Jones is just John Paul Jones, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, and like, there's a reason why they call him John Paul Jones. I don't think he's pretending to be anyone other than John Paul Jones. I don't think uh, being John Paul Jones on TV is sustainable, though. I think it's going to like crush him somehow. Well, we know that he cries. Yes. And did you notice he got a sound bite? Like, after he ran out in the Speedo, there was a voiceover, John Paul Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did he get that? <laughs> <laughs> well, because they, I, you know, I don't know. He must be just a fun dude. Yeah. And he seems like a fun dude. Like a total frat boy, but mm-hmm. like drama kid frat boy. Yes, I could definitely get that sense. Um, This Bukowski guy I've never seen or heard of before. Me either. But uh, my my instant takeaway, as I told my wife and you later, is that I think this is what rock bottom looks like. (laughs) That's a good take. I mean, the dude's younger than me. Uh, What I briefly gather from rehearsing him is that he's been on the show, what, six or seven times. Mm -hmm. He maybe had a bit of an anxiety problem, a bit of a drinking problem. Yeah, and he, he formally quit. Yes, he retired from television in 15, I think. Something like that, yeah. Because it was not healthy for him, and uh, he's back, baby. He, I was just about to say he's back, baby. Uh, he's, he's back, back baby. baby. Bukowski. Yeah. Uh, producer, cut that. Mm-hmm. I want to make that a drop later. All right. Are we good? We're good. I think right. we're good, yeah. Cool. Uh, any other standouts? We've got Jane Avern Buck. Yes, I do not know who that is. She was. was she she went a, home night one Colton season. Okay, night one person. Yeah, got it. I I can't stand her. I've dated a Jersey Jew before, mm-hmm. and she was insufferable. She lives in L.A. I live in L.A., and all she did was complain about Los Angeles. And when I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. I said, why the fuck are you in L.A. if you hate it so much? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just go back to Jersey where everything's great? We don't need you. <laughs> and she was like, do you really mean that? And I was like, we're never seeing each other again. Which is kind of ice cold, but like, I'm from here. Yeah. I, I can't withstand someone shitting all over it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, these are the people that are the problem. Yeah. It's the transplants who are insufferable. 
And make a sport out of, like, shitting on your town when theirs is just as shitty. If not shittier. Yeah. Have you seen the Jersey Shore ass? I mean... It's 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 funny because uh, you you said uh, the other day that like oh like those like Jersey Jew princesses they're the worst and I uh, I said well I think like anything in Jersey is the worst the shittiest yeah of the that shittiest thing. version like, of that thing and then you were like a, yeah think of the Italian Jersey pick, people, yeah pick yeah. a demographic a sex yeah. or whatever like if yeah. they're in Jersey it's probably worse than anywhere else from yes. the outside from the outside I'm, I'm sure, sure there are great people, people there, there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah yeah whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just, I hardly doubt we have a major Jersey fucking yeah. following. Um, I'm glad Clay's back, and the thing about Clay on Becca season? Becca season was he came off too sweet, mm-hmm. and I kind of felt bad for him, like he was out of his league with this whole TV shit. Yeah, he's but, real calm and like soft-spoken. Yeah, but he, in, in Paradise, it's like, whoa, dude, he... He kind of figured it out, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that comes from dating fucking Angela. So she, he's been in the bachelor circle yeah. now, you gets, know, that's how the people operate. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think he gets it. Um, <clears throat> I think I think Sydney and um, Sydney, Katie, Onyeka. I don't care. Um, yeah. I, I, I really liked Bibiana on Ari season. And I feel just so bad for that girl. I know. Um, her, but, her and Annalise are just so exceptionally fragile. And yes. now Nicole, like, we're adding to the, yes. the gang. And the, the, those three make great television. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I don't like Annalise. Mm-hmm. She has a gift for finding the shittiest person on the island or the beach. Yeah. Bib- and being very smothery and, like... I just, I don't know. Bibiana wants to know why she can't be loved, but never puts forth the effort. And when she does put forth the slightest bit of effort, I'm sure the producers, uh, you know, pull strings to make sure that she instantly regrets it or feels rejected because she is so quick to cry. It's pretty effing amazing. Yeah. And then bullshit ass Cam is back. Whew. Yeah, can I point out that observation my wife made that pretty much everything Cam has to say about the other girls in the first episode is in terms of breeding? Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, gross. Oh, our kids would be so beautiful, or she'd make a great mom. And it's like, I don't know, how about, like, she seems like a cool human being that I'd like to get to know. When you brought that to my attention, I was like, oh my god, yeah. He literally only talks about women in... in in like product terms, you know, yeah, cattle, like breeding cattle, fetish yeah. thing. And I, I don't know what that is or what it says about <clears throat> that type of person. But uh, as you know, I'm not a fan of Cam. Yeah, neither Fucker, am I. Uh, his, Screw his, the Aggies. His little promo video was tainting the city of Austin. Like, no, nah, dude, you go to College Station to make your shitty music video. You, you you rap in your fucking backwoods redneck horseshit college yeah. town. I went to UT. I have to do this. It's yeah. I really can't help it. That's fair, and and I think that adds an extra layer of fun for me. <laughs> it certainly does. Because when you when you came at me with this college station fuck Aggies thing, I was like, this is good. It's just how I was raised. This is good. I respect it. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that guy that we see half a face of right the, there? The uh, Derek. Derek Peth, Peth, I do not know. 
Who the fuck is that guy? I don't know. And I, I couldn't even tell you who we wound up with. And I just watched these episodes. I think he's chilling with Demi, right? Oh, yeah. I think that's the one. Yeah, that sounds right. But I don't know what the hell he's from. I don't remember him. <clears throat> let's, uh, let's have a look. He's got an Aaron Rodgers look to him. He was from season 12. Okay. Google Aaron Rodgers, if you wouldn't mind, Absolutely. and tell me, tell me I'm right. Drum roll. Um, oh, with the A. Two A's? Uh, I forgot this whole not sports thing. Okay, absolutely, yeah. I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've clicked on the most yeah. haunting picture of him. With yeah. Really like, look, look at the Look at the one with uh, his helmet off and the white there. Down yeah. There? Yeah. I, uh, uh, that, that totally looks just like him. I could see that. Um, so Aaron Rodgers, as, as an aside here. Please. Dated uh, Olivia Munn. Do you know her? Yes, I believe so. Uh, for uh, an amount of time. And during that time, he um, he didn't have sex with her. Um, because of sports? Which is criminal to me, because Olivia Munn is so attractive. But, because as it turns out, unbeknownst to anyone at the time, is he was he's like super Christian. Okay. Um, so good for him. I mean, I think that's all great. I had no idea. Uh, but also during that time, he had a number of injuries and, uh, was his dick broken? He was having an awful, awful couple of seasons. Mm. Yeah. I really like when, uh, famous football players or sport or athletes, mm. uh, start dating other famous people and then their career tanks professionally. Yep. It's hilarious. Do you think there's a correlation, or do you think they're just trying to land someone super attractive while they're hot shit because it's about I, to end? I don't know, but I do know there is a Kardashian curse. Oh, yeah. There's a Kardashian and a Jenner curse. If you date one of them, you literally hit rock bottom in terms of sports. Mm -hmm. Humphreys being a good example. Humphreys, Lamar Odom damn near died after dating Chloe. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Simmons fell apart after he was dating uh, Kendall Jenner. Um, uh, Blake Griffin got traded from the fucking Clippers when he was dating Kendall Jenner. Um, it's great. It's good stuff for me. Do you think they're vampires? Uh, there's definitely some black magic going on there. Like, yeah, something about stealing uh, yeah. the life essence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. Alex Tromboli. All right, good. So we're in agreement. That's science. Mm -hmm. Print it. Uh, episode one, otherwise, I think we just need to cover some of the background drama because this season seems to be pretty front-loaded with some shit that happened off-camera or just before the show started filming. They picked them right. Oh, for sure. Uh, for, like, built-in drama already. Mm -hmm. While we're uh, just going off of athletes, let's do Clay. He dated one of Annalise's friends for a while. Yeah, Angela. Apparently they've been broken up for... He oh. said he said three months. Okay. That's fine. Respectable. It's long enough in my mind. It's a clean break, and uh, Annalise seems to have it in her <clears throat> mind to meddle in his shit. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't seem to have much going on herself uh, from the get-go. Which is a bit of a recurring theme. We've also got the Kalen Blake, Chris, is it Christina? Kristen? 
Christina. Christina. Yeah, we've got that that triangle of the uh, stagecoach hookup with Kalen while he was dating Christina. Stagecoach 2019. Yeah, which uh, I highly encourage you to look up the text messages that Blake rele- released uh, after Tuesday night's episode. Yeah. Because I just re-listened to Kalen's freak out from F2 and it really changes things. Like, yeah. if you just watch the episode, Blake looks bad. But then if you read those text messages and then watch the episode, Kalen looks insane and Literally. Blake looks not as bad, but also not great. Yeah, and I think you brought this to my attention was uh, go back to Hannah B talking to Colton mm-hmm. about Kalen. And you're like, oh, my God. We were warned. We were. <laughs> the writing was on the wall, dude. Yeah. And honestly, I forgot, like. I guess, I don't know how or why, but uh, probably because Colton's season sucked. Tried to block that out, that yeah. It sucked, but uh, yeah, Kalen was pretty manipulative, and I don't know why I'm so surprised now. And man, when Tasha came out, I was like, yeah, hell yeah, Tasha. Mm-hmm. Man, Colton sucks. Yep. What a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Same for Hannah G. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to objectify, but uh, even Brittany said... She's got some big tots. That's what my, even my wife. Yeah, was like she's the hottest one there, and I'm like, I agree with you. One hundred percent. Yeah, we are like, all oh, in agreement. We are all in agreement that Tasha is a dime. But I also love how every dude on the island at some point is like, Tasha's really cool. She's like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. She's so smart and cool and funny, and I never realized like how cool she is. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure, sure. <clears throat> it's probably the swimsuit. Uh. How long do you think Onyeka and Sydney last? I don't know, man. I don't... Uh, I know you're not a fan of Onyeka. I'm not. She's pretty abrasive, but I also think a lot of that came from competing for one man. Like, when, the, when there's not a lot to fight over. I want to be proven wrong. I do. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's a fair take. Uh, I really, really want to be proven wrong. She doesn't seem to be meddling too much, and I think she was even consoling uh, Kaylin, mm-hmm. which, despite Kaylin being a fake-ass piece of shit about it, it is kind of sweet of Onyeka, yeah. you know, to be a good person there. Mm-hmm. You know, the antithesis of bullying. Yeah. You know, which was her whole thing. And maybe she learned from it. You yeah. Know, like Goose turned it around. The Goose. And he was insufferable. I, I <laughs> believe I believe during some point, at some point in the season, we're going to get their wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> You're, so anecdotally, I think my favorite part about this show is how inbreedy it is. Incestuous. Incestuous. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It becomes like a whole culture, you know? Well, I mean, we're already, you and I have referenced a number of seasons already Mm -hmm. in all of these other things that have happened, and it is just this big incestuous puddle of fucking Bachelor Nation, and it's enthralling. Mm -hmm. It's funny uh, you bring that up, because it seems like a trauma survivor thing, because people, Mm -hmm. you know, people will say, well, why don't you just try dating in the real world? Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't. They don't know what it's like. They don't know what I've been through. 
but yeah. other people who have been humiliated on Bachelor Nation shows, like yeah, they they understand the pain. You and get me. That we're all kind of captive mm-hmm. to the same, uh, you know. Well, and and I think um, so. I, I have a theory, and so in finding out that ABC owns everything you do. A year after you're on the show, yeah. I think they purposely invite everyone. I think the producers are still at it when the show's not on, and inviting certain people to certain things together so that they hit it off, mm. and then add to these extra layers of drama and incestuousness on, in the show. You think like arranging dates or maybe this stagecoach thing, for example, could have been. I'm sure it was pu- sponsored, puppeteered by. A, yeah, like they gave them free tickets or something. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Blake's gonna be there. You should. No, 100%. Or they buy them, like, a house, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, go get all your other Bachelorette girls, you know, and have a good time from your season. And they get all the dudes, and they're like, free tickets to Stagecoach. You still in L.A.? Yeah. You know, and then obviously they're going to go seek each other out because they went through the same thing. And then you get a built-in, fu- two, like, two, two different backstories built into Paradise already. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, that's it, a great observation. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's like you don't even have to write the show now, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because you got them hooking up otherwise. And you did it through what essentially is uh, just sponsorship things. Yes. You, know? you want to keep the Bachelor yes. Nation brand out there, so go take Instagram pictures at Stagecoach. It's like a yes. cross-sponsorship. Yeah. And the people who are all hungry TV fame whores, yeah. they'll just do what they do, which yeah. is humiliate themselves It's publicly. awesome. It's awesome. Wow. That's great. Yeah, it really, yeah. And it's like, these fucking monsters at ABC. Yeah. I can't see this show ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I, I damn near can't. Man. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, that was, a, that was a pretty good rundown of all the people. And I think, so, I mean, any other highlights um, of uh, things nothing, that we need? Nothing observationally. I think we only touched briefly on the uh, Cam and Kevin rivalry. You'll recall Kevin throwing chicken nuggets at Cam for, you know, being Cam. And they, Show me Kevin. They briefly talked on the beach. That guy. I can never remember that guy's name. Yeah, well, he looks like Mateo and one of the Matthews. Like, it. yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. guess who he was until... Yeah, and he looks like a more American version of the guy Annalise got with in Paradise last year. Yeah. 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 Like Uh, corn-fed Camille. Camille, that's his name. Yeah. I have such a hard time. There are so many fucking, I mean, uh, Mm. not cattle, but, you know, (laughs) contestants. Yeah, sure. Well, ABC, as we've discussed, has a type of of human that they cast, Mm. and a lot of them tend to look the same. So let's get into Ep 2. And let's top it off by discussing Blake. Okay. Because uh, I, I was trying to figure out what is it. Because all the girls seem to want to get to know him. Everyone's talking about him like he's attractive. And he came across well in Becca's season. But seeing him here on Paradise, I don't get it. I also don't get it. Brittany doesn't think he's attractive. Mm-hmm. She's like, I hate his nose. How can he breathe? Yeah, and his, like he's got a flat top, a real square-looking head. He's and, boring. And for a dude as tall as he is, I'd have expected him to be like more fit. I know he's not an athlete, but these dudes all clearly get like gyms and CrossFit in preparation for these shows. So, like, yeah. what's his excuse? I don't know. He, yeah, it's weird that they're portraying him as the player of this season mm-hmm. because he's not a player. Yeah. He doesn't know how to play the game. He might be... He's like a sheep in wolf's clothing. 
Shannon thinks he was uh, probably like a dork or a fat kid. And, nice. And, and like maybe grew into his body. Nice. And like he doesn't look bad and he's yeah. tall. And if you put the right <clears throat> clothes on him, it's like, yeah, that's an attractive guy. Yeah. But it's very unsuspecting. And, and you're right. He's not, he's not a player. Like he's not as smooth as he might think he is or wants to be. Or how everyone thinks he is. Yeah. The boy is broken because of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. Yeah, his uh, the psychological experiment has not been kind to him. Thus no, far. no. I mean, and then think Annalise uh, uh, confronting Clay, and Clay's like, "You've got misinformation. This isn't what happened." Yeah, and then moved on. Right. That's a man's way of doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I hear you, but that's not how it is. Yeah, that's not how it is. Thank you for your concern. I hear you, but Goodbye. that's not what happened. And Blake's like tore up. Like, how can they think that about me? Yeah, like, you you think I did that? Like, yeah. don't act dumb and surprised. Own it. First of all, defend yourself. You did do it, <laughs> but it's not as bad as you think it is, and you're playing into the hand that, like, you did something bad. Mm-hmm. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire, and if you're, like, guilty, then you've probably yeah. got a skeleton back there. Clay clearly seems fine. Mm-hmm. And he should, too, if they... He, he Who broke, cares? Three months, someone fine. And broke up. That Whatever. stuff happens. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can't, can't tell him he's not allowed to, to do this or be on the show. And Annalise, like, what, what are you doing here? You here for the right reasons? It never seems to work out for you. Seriously. Like, yeah. I think you're here because you cry a lot and you know they love it, and uh, it's a free vacation, maybe. Hey, maybe you'll find your husband this time, but uh, yeah, maybe it'll work out. But you at least get. <laughs> One week on the beach. Yeah. And she's already paired up with Bukowski and acting in her classic delusional... Smothery. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I don't know. She she checked his heart and then gave him a prescription of at least three kisses a day. And then Bukowski <laughs> literally went and talked to... Uh, Christina? Yeah. Um, yeah, Christina. And... I, if I'm being honest, that's the better call. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. That's the the thing is like I root for Annalise. Like I like her. I like her on the television, and I just feel so bad, as I'm sure a lot of us do, because we know this type of person. Yeah, and that they are their own worst enemy. Yeah, and they're uh, yeah. She is the antithesis of playing it cool. Yes, <laughs> yes. She does not play it cool. Yeah. Um, I guess highlights of Ep two, mm-hmm. Cam and Anyeka. No, no, no. JPJ and Anyeka, and then Cam and Kalen. Yes, after the whole Blake Kalen business. Ew. I'm fine with it. I think they both deserve each other because they're both fake. They're both fake schemers. Like yes, they're clearly here for attention to put 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 forward this uh, bullshit facade of what kind of person they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. Kalen's like, oh, I'm sweet. People do me wrong. But like, no, nah, you're actually really manipulative and you, uh, you're an emotional terrorist. Nice. Because you just blow yeah. up and hysterically cry and attack someone and then try to walk away before they can defend themselves. Mm-hmm. You're like lecturing someone on dating politics when you are also uh, an it- attention-starved Bachelor Nation alum. Correct. Correct. So that seemed a little insincere. Uh, I think we should touch on Hannah G and Dylan booing up yes i was you know 
the Kennedy's gorgeous. Yeah. And I was happy for Dylan. A lot of guys seem to only have eyes for Hannah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Dylan, as many of the guys in Hannah Beast's uh, season, really got shafted on screen time. Yes. So I was very happy for Dylan. I'm like, Me too. Good for you. Like, I don't think it's going to stick. But, yes. But you got in there early and you got to be with this gorgeous girl for a while. So enjoy yes. it while it lasts. Uh, and then Will's, you know... Has got eyes for Hannah. Yeah. And they kiss. And then Hannah uh, reneges and mm-hmm. says, you know, I'm don't waste your rose on me. I'm not here for you. Yeah. And then Blake, after all the nonsense, Tasha says, I can't trust you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and is not into Blake. Christina, who he dated, is no longer into Blake. Now, Kaylin for sure is not into Blake. And so Blake then goes, well... I mean, I've always had eyes on Hannah G, even though I took Tasha right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Which is the right call. Which, yes, is the right call, but don't lie. You know, don't, yeah. don't pretend like you were here just for Hannah G. Then Hannah G, well, so Blake inserts a bunch of empty platitudes into her ear. Mm-hmm. And she falls for it, probably late into the night. Mm-hmm. And they kiss, and then Wells, the producer plant, uh does his fucking damnedest to insert doubt into Hannah G and Dylan's relationship. And we kind of get the end of the episode where Hannah G clearly does probably like Blake too, for whatever God giving reason. Yeah. And Dylan is most likely going to get his fucking heart broken. Yeah. I mean, we see a lot of guys crying into this season on. Oh Yeah. And I think it's a guarantee that Dylan is going to get his heart broken. JPJ? Mm-hmm. Sorry, the sun's coming out. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right. Excuse that interruption. My wife had a great observation. Uh, that Bibiana seems like the kind of girl who's had to take one for the team and hook up with a lot of schlubs while her like hot friend got to hook up with a hot guy. That's a great observation, but Bibiana is attractive. I know. She's just not confident. Yeah. She's got some very real personal psychosis going on. Yeah. Thin skin as well. Yeah. Which, and, and you know, I think we uh, established that they take these people off their meds and probably try to, like, sync up drama during their uh, menstrual cycles to get them at their mm-hmm. weakest, most emotional point. Yeah, I mean, and furthermore, Wells, the producer plant, again... Can you explain this theory to the audience? Uh, oh, okay. Wells, the bartender. So Wells is the bartender, and I'm 100% convinced that Wells uh, is under the... Not the influence, but he's on the payroll of the producers <laughs> to get information out of people and then push the game forward for certain people. You know, because everyone everyone on the fucking beach seems to trust Wells because he's the bartender for whatever fucking reason. This is why I couldn't be on the show. Because I'd be like, screw you, Wells. You're just playing the game, too, you fucking monster. You're manipulating me. Yeah. Tell the producer I'm not playing her game. Yeah, okay, you tell, you know, okay, Deep Throat. Um, And so, you know, for example, Bibiana Wells goes, Bibi, hey, so, you know, who have you been vibing on? Who do you have eyes for? Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, I'm kind of interested in Clay. And then he goes, you got to be proactive. you got to get out there and go, go talk to him. So Bibiana has the most surface-level conversation with Clay. 
They both tell each other they're attractive, and no one makes a move. Then Nicole goes and makes a move on Clay, and I, I would just like to say these are the two Cubans on the show mm-hmm. from Miami. And then, lo and behold, after all of this, after Wells reports back to the producers and says, okay, well, Clay's with Nicole now, and I told Bibby to go be proactive. I think you should give Clay the date card and make him decide. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he does, and he chooses Nicole, and Bibby is broken because she didn't make any fucking moves. And so, yes, so I think Wells, the producer plant, did that shit on purpose. I forgot how this started. Mm-hmm. My initial point with Wells wasn't about Clay, Bibby, or Nicole. It was about someone else. Well, I was randomly bringing up Viviana. I know, I know. Who else? Someone else that uh, that Wells might have nudged? Yes. He did cast a seed of doubt for the Hannah G. Dylan. That's what it is. That's what it is. So then Hannah G. goes to Wells and is talking, this is at the end of the episode, goes to Wells Mm -hmm. and is talking, after seeing Blake, and is talking about Dylan, and Wells is like, you know, well, how do you feel about Blake, you know? or Do you want to go solo with Dylan? You know, it seems like he... I think he literally said word for word, it seems like you're into Blake. You just got to follow your heart, you know? Mm-hmm. Purposely creating doubt in her mind and confusion. Yeah. And going, oh my God, maybe I am into Blake. Maybe I should go be with Blake instead of Dylan. And it's yeah. like, you fucking monster. You know, and it's great. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great. And how are these people not seeing that? Maybe they are. Okay. I mean, that's the thing. You, you don't, you know, consider that this is a TV show. There might be alternate takes. There's a lot of heavy editing. The handlers may very well just straight up talk to the people and oh, say, yeah. hey, you want to stay on this show? What would be interesting is if you started dating this other person as well. You know, keep it interesting. No one wants, you're not going to get any screen time. If you're just booed up with someone off camera. You think they dangle screen time like that? I think there's a lot of dangling. That's great. Yeah. Uh, specifically, something that caught my attention is since uh, boys get to hand out roses mm-hmm. when we come back next week. And there is a clear sense of leverage that seems a little... I understand what the show is and what it does and that uh, my prudish sensibilities might be offended but that idea that boys get to give out roses and if there's a girl who doesn't think she's hooked up or doesn't think someone's going to give her a rose that she might be compelled to put out and that the guys same thing happens though on on the flip side no for sure yeah it's just an interesting uh, phenomenon to see on TV The, the the quid pro quo of keep me on I want screen time and even if I'm not physically attracted to you or vibing with you Mm -hmm. i would make out with you if that turned your head a bit and got me you know another day another week on the show yeah yeah i mean that is kind of the salacious grossness of the show but the dudes do it too like the girls are going to hold the power the next time Mm -hmm. and they're going to introduce other dudes like mike and jordan and that's going to be a problem i'd be threatened Mike showed up. Yeah. I yeah. can't compete with that. I can't compete with Mike. No one can. No. Except Tyler. Except my Thai guy. Yeah. But he's in a better place. Guess he is. 
JPJ uh, really speaks in guttural yelps a lot. Yes. There's so much. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, dude. Dios mio, man. Dios mio. Dios mio, Fernando. God, I love it. What a good dude. Yeah. I like JPJ. Mm -hmm. So if you think we're getting uh, villains this season, who who do you peg? Villains? Yeah. Um, it's not it's not a Demi. She seems pretty chill this time. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. Maybe they haven't showed up yet. Yeah. Someone throws punches though, and it looks like it's gonna be Chris or Derek. Okay. You know the fight on the beach that they keep teasing. Yeah, yeah. I can't figure out who specifically it is. I hope Cam gets his fucking head smashed in. Yeah, or bit by a shark. Guy sucks. Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I hope it ends in pain. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But what I can tell you is, is these first two episodes have been great. So great. It really, you know, Paradise is the best. Yeah. High drama. So blatant. So much volatility. They don't even get to enjoy it for an ep you know, for more than one episode. For three days in and it was going fucking tits up for Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Man. And uh, I don't know, like like I was saying about the text messages earlier, like Caitlin is not blameless. She seems to be kind of aiming to play the victim and she went hard for it because I think Blake was getting a lot of attention and she was jealous. Yeah. But I also don't think Blake is that Faultless. awesome. Like, he's... There's just something about him. I, don't, I can't say what it is. Yeah. The whole, like, oh, like, what? Like, I hurt someone's feelings? Like, my actions affected other Why people? Why does she like, think that? Yeah. You know, I didn't do anything wrong. It's like, okay, bro, but if you're dating someone and then you hook up randomly with someone the next night, like, don't act so fucking surprised that the girl's upset about it. Exactly. Just say, yeah, it was a hookup. Like, I was a fluke. I'm sorry. I fucked I'm up. I'm sorry. Can you say that, Blake? Can you say those words? Because if not, you a fuckboy. He's a bad fuckboy, but he a fuckboy. Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see. I thought he was going to be the hot shit this season, but it appears that a lot of that is front-loaded in these That's Mike. Hmm? Yeah. Mike's going to be hot shit, dude. Here's hoping, man. If you uh, enjoyed this episode... Of I love that bachelor. You can send us an email. Let us know. I love that bachelor at gmail dot com. Also, uh, tell your friends. Maybe give us a rating. I don't know that we have any. Yeah, five stars or one star. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Thorough explanation though. Yeah, if it's one star, thorough explanation. Mm -hmm. um, five stars. It would still be cool if you gave a thorough explanation as to why, Claudia. And if uh, anyone needs some prescriptions off the grid... Whoa, man. What? You can't do that. You can't do that through the ratings just cause app? You're, just because... Oh, no, you can through the ratings app. You're right. Okay, just do triple asterisk and uh, let me know. We'll know. Can. We'll know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Address, phone number, social. Social. And tune in next week. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye.